What's up everyone, welcome to Beyond Nintendo, my name is Richard, and yes, we are slightly later than normal, and I've got a good reason for that, I'll get all to that shortly, um, plus we're going to be covering all the latest Nintendo news, and basically going from there, let's dive into it, as always, the shows are brought to you by my very lovely supporters over at patreon.com slash beyondnintendo, you can get this show and Desert Island Games early if you go over there and support me for as little as a dollar. Thank you to everyone that does. I really appreciate it. As always, let's let's jo jump in. So it's pre-E3 week. We're on the verge of seeing different presentations from different people this week. Uh, but first of all, before we get into kind of what I want to see from E3, uh, from Nintendo's standpoint, is well why what way why was this delayed now long story short my computer bless it was dying um i was getting constant power cuts on the computer and the error code that windows was throwing up was a power supply issue which led me to believe that i was having some problems now i wanted to upgrade a lot of my internals of my computer anyway which gave me a bit of an excuse to do this um and that's basically where it was. I purchased myself a new motherboard, new RAM, and a new power supply, and a new cooler. I'd already upgraded my CPU earlier this year to a Ryzen 5 5600X. Um, and that's all gravy, if you like. Um, but when I upgraded my Ryzen 5, I was still on a B450 motherboard. I was still using some old 16 gigs of DDR4 RAM and so on. And I wanted to do this upgrade. And as I said, my computer was cutting out. Weren't really sure why, um, except from the error code it was throwing up was the power issue. And yeah, so I decided that's a great point of ever is just to dive in get it done and go from there sweet so my bits turned up um we put it all together and then we had a few problems i had problems at reactivating windows on new hardware i had issues um with the with my computer not booting to bios and different bits and pieces which really delayed me getting my computer reset up ready to go um i did Thankfully, get an episode of Desert Island Games recorded, and that's sitting there waiting in the wings to go out. But Beyond Nintendo, unfortunately, had to suffer. The plan was to try and record on my iPad, but not only that, is that when my computer was situated in the current room that I'm in, which is my living room, um, it's against a wall which backs onto the kitchen. Um, and it seems that what was going on was that my computer had collected a lot of dust, but the dust wasn't regular dust it seems like it was a real build-up of crap inside my case but that wasn't the issue the issue wasn't the fact that i had dust issues or you know poor ventilation in my computer or the power supply what actually turned out to be the issue with my computer was my cooler my original cooler was on the way out i had a nzxt x61 cooler and it turned out it wasn't working properly. It's an AIO cooler, so it's an all-in-one uh, cooler. Um, no reservoir or anything like that. It's just got the pump, the pipes, and the radiator. And it turns out it was broken um, and causing my CPU to overheat. So it wasn't a power issue. It was the fact that my computer was shutting down to save itself. 
um, which would go into the realms of when my computer would shut down is when I'm playing games, streaming, any high intense workloads, like it would cut out. So you could see there was something definitely wrong with my computer. And it wasn't until my dad took the X61 cooler back, pulled apart his 1080, 1080 Ti and water cooled his 1080 and none of his games were working properly. He was getting high temperatures, a lot higher temperatures than you should have seen on a water cooled graphics card. And his whole computer was playing up for it. So it looks like the culprit for the reason, and the only reason we conclusion we put this together is, well, essentially, that's the only part of my computer that had gone in to his computer and was causing his computer problems. So there you go. That is um, where I've been. I didn't take another hiatus. It was not anything like that. It was just purely based the fact that I couldn't get you know couldn't get things sorted out simple as that just things didn't go to plan we were rushing around to get cables tied up and everything else on my computer it just didn't go the build didn't go very well but we're back now we're recording and hopefully things are all set up nice and sweet for us to really crack on with these podcasts so it's a bit bleak because it's before e3 so let's run down the e3 schedule and i'll mention some companies that aren't nintendo based but as always, it is the E3 press conference. Obviously, we didn't have last year um, due to uh, the restrictions brought on by COVID. Um, but it is back in an all-digital form with four days of streams, conferences conferences, and re- reveals. We've also got Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Festival, um, which also is kicking off around about the same time, June 10th, so in two days. And yeah... It's absolutely bonkers. This time of year for the gaming spectrum is absolutely mad. So E3 2020, uh, 2021 starts on Saturday the 12th of June and ends on Tuesday the 15th of June. Publishers attending E3 this year are Nintendo, X-Bomb, Xbox, Capcom, Ubisoft, Take-Two Interactive, Warner Brothers Games, Koch Media, Square Enix, Activision, Sega, Bandai Namco, Exceed Games, Marvelous USA, Gearbox, Freedom Games, and more to be announced. Um, the conference times that we've had confirmed are as followed. Ubisoft Forward, 12th of June. So Ubisoft are opening it. Uh, it's on, which is Thursday, around 8pm, which is a shame. No, Saturday, sorry, 8pm. Um, I'm not going to be available for that. I'm going to be out. Catch up on Sunday. Xbox and Bethesda Game Show on Sunday, at 6 p.m. These are all UK time, so you'll have to do the time conversion for your region specific. Square Enix is at 8.15 on the 13th, so you've got two showcases on the 13th. Three showcases on the 13th, because then the PC game show and the future game show is on the 13th, but we haven't got a time for that. Take Two Interactive, Interactive, Mythical Games, Freedom Games, Razer and Capcom all do their stuff on the 14th, with Nintendo Direct and the the uh, tree houses on the 15th of June, um, respectively. And then you have an official E3 2021 award show. Obviously, these are you know, ones that have confirmed. There are talks of more coming in. We've also got, as I said, the Summer Games Festival, which is going to be kicking off Summer Games Fest 2021. The, the fun begins live on Thursday, June 10th, which 
with kickoff live, a spectacularly world premiere showcase of announcements hosted by Jeff Keighley, with performances by Weezer, Day of Day of Day for the Devs, and more. So Summer Games Fest is Jeff Keighley's kind of answer to E3, his middle finger, if you wish. Um, and the kickoff is Thursday, 6 p.m. So it's going to be interesting to see what we get a at the Summer Games Fest, then also B to see what we get at E3. It says we're going to have things like, um, you know, premieres and all this, that and the other. But for me, I feel like this is probably in conjunction with E3 because looking at the calendar, uh, June 12th, Ubisoft Forwards is also at E3, Devolver Digital, uh, Xbox Bethesda Game Show. I mean, if I look at the um, dates and times for, say, the Bethesda Show, E3 is the 13th of June at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, 13th of June, 1 p.m. Eastern. So they're, they're almost in conjunction with each other. That's what they're doing. Um, Nintendo's Direct isn't in conjunction with um, the game festival. EA Play Live is like in July. But anyway, so um, I'm quite interested to see what happens I think for me, my biggest thing is I want to see games. I say this every year. I don't want to see cutscenes. I don't want to see any of this, you know, crap where we're all guessing what games are going to look like, what they should look like, what they don't look like. I'm fed up with, you know, developers going, oh yeah, that'll do, that'll do, you know, give them a trailer of this, give them a trailer of that. No, I want to see gameplay footage of games i also want to see if we're going to get an announcement before e3 of nintendo's apparent new pro console in the works e3 is coming ever closer and apparently according to bloomberg's article that it was going to be released or announced before e3 uh, so developers could show off the new you know the new consoles e3 officially kicks off on saturday and Nintendo usually announce things on a Tuesday or a Thursday. Today is Tuesday as of recording. Nothing has been announced as of yet that I know of. And knowing my luck is I'll, I'll hit the finish record button and there it will be. Um, But yeah, I want to see just proper game reveals. That's what I want to see. I want to see some footage of the games. I want to see the games in action. I think we're going to see a lot of Zelda um, and quite possibly Mario Golf Rush. Who'd you be flip? Um, I think that's going to be a thing. But I could be wrong. We could see um, the E3 or Nintendo Switch Pro being announced alongside the release of Breath of the Wild. No, um, Skyward Sword. But I can't see that coming to... Like that being their big launch title for a new system. That would be something like Breath of the Wild 2 or Metroid 4. You know, I want to see Nintendo and new IPs. If we're talking about Nintendo specifically, I'd like to see a new Paper Mario. I'd love for a new Paper Mario um, of of the old school Paper Mario brought forward. I really would. I genuinely think that's um, something Nintendo needs to, to tap into. Or bring us a thousand year door on the Switch. I'd be happy and settled with thousand year door. Or uh, a new Paper Mario like the older Paper Marios, um, but not really. I'm just, I just, I just get excited about this time of year. 
I find it really fascinating that we're at a point now where I could be like spending a load of money on on games, but I'm going to hold out until see if we get any shadow drops. E3 a couple of years ago, I remember the stealth drops we got on on the Switch, and they're fantastic when they do that because you're like, yes, here we go, got some cool games. I think there was a RPG that I can't quite remember the name of that I, I need to play, like many RPGs, um, and. I was quite excited about that to, to drop, and I, I, I instantly bought it. I'll see if I can find it. Um, but the the last remnant, the last remnant was like shadow dropped, and it was reasonably priced as well. It's one of those underrated gems, I think, that people just seem to skip by because the, the battle system is about as complex as well cooking a Michelin star meal. I really think that uh, that's what I want. I want to see shadow. I want to see shadow drops. I want to. I want to be impressed by what they can do, and I want to be impressed with new games going forward. I will do a full wrap-up of E3 on Desert Island Games from the non-Nintendo stuff, but then I'll do um, a Nintendo wrap-up here on the show of Beyond Nintendo that, you know, all the Ubisoft and Xbox stuff all going to be having on to uh, Desert Island Games, including also a new section over there about me reviewing Xbox Game Pass games, so look out for that. But in general, I'm just excited to see what Nintendo have been working on. I know full well Nintendo are the company out there that can get the best out of their handheld system. Look at games like Luigi's Mansion, um, Mario Odyssey, um, to name two of them, two of the best looking games on Switch. Breath of the Wild is a, an incredible achievement on that console. I genuinely think we're at a point now where we could start seeing some really cool stuff come to the Switch, whether it be the Switch or the Switch Pro. Don't know. The Switch Pro has been rumoured for so long that it's almost becoming meme status. Um, I want to see it. I want to see a, a, a better, more powerful handheld, of course. But when it's all good and ready, I think, you know, us gamers get so antsy, antsy about this whole, it needs to be released like yesterday. No, when it's good and ready, um, I think, it, as I said in previous episodes, I think it will suffer the uh, the chip shortage. Um, and all that kind of stuff, and maybe Nintendo are going to hold off. Maybe they would have released it this year if things hadn't gone to complete and utter crap. But maybe, just maybe, that's where we're going to be kind of where we're at. Maybe they'll announce it and say it's coming next year. You're going to have to sit tight, that kind of stuff. I don't know. I, d I genuinely don't know what Nintendo have got planned, but we'll see. So, you know, I know I haven't really said much about my predictions. I haven't got any predictions. I just want to see good game coverage. No fancy game trailers giving actual game footage that's rendered off the game engine, in-game, actual combat, that stuff, so I can take away the things. We'll do a full Nintendo wrap-up after the Direct here on Beyond Nintendo. I suspect the Treehouse is going to be dedicated to, to Breath of... Uh, Skyward Sword and the new Mario Super Rush game, the golf game. I think that's what the Treehouse is going to be. But then a direct, I'm looking forward to hopefully a good hour of Nintendo goodness and good content for us to get our teeth stuck into. What are you excited about for, for E3? What is it that's got your taste buds tantalizingly excited? You know, whatever word you can put in there. I, I want to hear from you if you're excited for E3. As I said, it's a bit of a weird week for news. It really is, unfortunately, a bit quiet. Um, Pokemon and Stardew Value Hybrid Monster Harvest has been delayed again. You know, they are sorry they've had to let people down. This looks quite cool. Uh, the developer, Maple Powered Games, has shared the following statement explaining how the game wants to ship in the best possible shape. And I love this. 
shouldn't matter how many delays we have. What matters is A, there's no crunch because of a delay, but B, we're actually going to get a good product at the end. Um, delays are awful. We're sorry to let you down, our friends and fans, yet we want to make sure we dispatch Monster Harvest in the best possible shape so that the, our whole community will enjoy it. We realize how important it is to ensure high quality support for as many regions as possible right from launch day, even if that means having to push back our release date uh, by itself just over a month. We are shipping the game by August 19th with no further days and it will be worth it when you sh uh, when we show you what we have in store. So hopefully we'll see a little bit of this at, uh, at Nintendo's E3. It's cool that this has been delayed for hopefully the right reasons. Um, it was delayed um, for July 8th, but now it's coming out uh, 19th of August. Um, yeah, this is great. Yes, or this looks great. The game looks really cool. I think it's going to be one of those games that I think you just got to pick up and play. Like I say, Pokemon slash Stardew Valley. These monster hunter games or these monster catching monster games are definitely um, becoming more and more of a... Th and also what they're doing is they're showing Pokemon that you can change the formula. Um, this is definitely changing the formula of what <laughs> what a normal um, Pokemon style game is. I, and I think that's kind of one of those things that we really need to see from that genre of games is an evolution and hopefully Pokemon Arceus is that evolution but they have to let us down which is not a bad thing if a delay is going to aid in a better release and with the new month rolled in we've also got a new switch update for the system not a lot to speak of uh, Nintendo have rolled out the new version 12.0.3 um, and it's just well it might be another num but number on the uh, the bedpost if you like but all it is is just software or system stability improvements. Um, and that's it, really. There's not much else to say on that one. It's uh, a very, you know, a very normal update. But you've got to update your system to be able to play online. Fortnite have got uh, Season 7 Battle Pass and skins, including um, Gigamon, Joey, Dr. Salone, and Ricky Sanchez. Um, it's the Invasion Battle Pass. My son has been going on about this for absolute ages. I don't know much about it. If I'm honest, don't know much about Fortnite, but the Battle Pass is coming. It looks like it's Rick, uh, Rick and Morty. Fortnite Season 7 Battle Pass offers you the chance to add custom wall, um Chimera, Gigamon, Joey, Dr. Sloan, and Rick Sanchez to your skin collection. Which, Unlike past season, skins are now divided across a number of Battle Pass pages, which are unlocked either by claiming a specific number of rewards or by reaching a certain level on the Battle Pass. Once you've unlocked the page, you can earn a skin or skin variant by using the number of Battle Stars, which you have earned by leveling up your Battle Pass. So there we go. Lots of different things to unlock if you're still playing Fortnite. And yeah, there's not, as I said, I, I repeat myself quite a lot here, but there isn't masses of news out there that really, well, there's always stuff. Um, just a bit of a shout out. Amazon uh, has got the pre-orders for Skyward Sword on Amazon UK, including a free steelbook. So if that's your thing, jump over there. I suspect, as we said, we'll see a bit of Zelda at um, E3, will we see Breath of the Wild 2? I mean, a lot of people I've seen on the internet are saying if they launch Breath of the Wild 2 and the Switch Pro, Nintendo win E3. I never understand the whole win E3, um, you know, the whole thing. What I would like to see is Earthbound re-released. 
There you go. That's just putting it out there. Putting it out there for folks. Um, hello, everyone. Editing me here. I've got another new story to cover. Um, and this one has affected us personally. Um, it seems Nintendo have pulled the latest update. Yes, update 12.03, which is supposed to be... I spoke about earlier in the show was a stability update. Um, turns out it's brick your switch. So... Uh, the news article that I'm going to read from last in, um, is from NintendoEverything.com. Last night, Nintendo started dis- distribution of the new 12.03 firmware, which I said is all stability, but it doesn't, and it didn't seem like anything too major, given how the po- patch notes mention stability improvement. But it appears this update has since been pulled. If you didn't download it um, already, note the system grabs these in the background, so it may be waiting to install. Um, there's currently no way of accessing it. Never before has a similar situation happened before the Switch's uh, firm upware updates. Obviously, there is a reason for its removal, though it will likely be back up eventually without any sort of official notice from Nintendo. We can only be left to speculate, but why? Well, my speculation is quite simply that it does brick your Switch in the sense that you can't download anything from the eShop. There was talk, um, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, that... The update was to to fix an error to stop people downloading it. Well, it turns out this error is still there. And if you download onto 12.03, it does seem like, um, well, switches aren't having a good time is the best way I can describe it. So, and the reason I know this is because my son has downloaded this onto his switch. And um, yeah, he can't do anything can't download games you can't update fortnite it just comes up with an error gives us an error code and the error code is not searchable on the switch it's like um and reddit is um speaking about it and um it seems this this comment from qwerty qwerty la qw yeah quite a lot of people are having the same error code i saw someone else fix it by settings a manual dns server in the switch's wi-fi settings google's dns is one example of 8888 and 8844 no promises though um i've tried this dns thing um i can't seem to get it to work on my son's switch um yeah and i've been in backwards and forwards with different people on reddit uh, who, for some reason, we're all the same, can't seem to get it to work, or they're not letting me remove the zeros in the DNS section. So, essentially, it's more of a PSA. Do not download, or if you have downloaded it, hopefully you're one of the lucky ones, but it does look there are reports from people saying that this version is causing problems. There's another update here. So, the, the original tweet from Simon Time was... Uh, around quarter to, part, quarter to three this afternoon, saying Nintendo has quietly pulled the Switch update 12.03 for unknown reasons. And as I said, and I think, yeah, I think it is to do with this. Um, genuinely think it is to do with this update. And here's the um, error code 21231502. Um, this is from 12 Capaldi on. Reddit, well, I've seen a few people with the error code 2123-1502. We're still having the issue after the download update, and if the update was meant to fix this issue, it could be why they pulled it. Um, and it's back and forth. So, yes, please, if you... Well, 
Essentially, if you have downloaded it, hopefully there's a way of getting it fixed. If not, you have to be like my son, unfortunately, and have to sit and wait for Nintendo to release a fix. All right, and let's check out what released this week. And it's fairly quiet, um, like the news front, but we did get some releases. Um, we'll kick off with DC Superhero Girls Teen Power released officially on to uh, the system. It's currently sitting at with no critic score, but it's got a user score of 7.4, so make of it what you will. Nintendo Life gave it a 70 out of 100, stating the following, and I quote, DC Superhero Teen team power could have easily been a disaster a cheap cash in with little or no merit thankfully it's actually a surprisingly comprehensive and satisfying experience that fans of the show will absolutely love there are plenty of characters interact with excellent shopping features and lots of fun little tasks to keep you occupied don't get us wrong the game knows its target audience and caters to that younger demographic so older gamers may not gel well with the overall tone and a simplistic gameplay however kids who might not have yet been ready for the Grimdark Martha DCEU. Um, this is, might be a perfect alternative. One of the users, Princess Celeste, as DC says the following, gave it an 8 out of 10. DC Superhero uh, Girls Team Powers, while being a game, is a very niche audience, extremely ambitious, and it doesn't always reach its potential. We also had released, well, Astalon Tears of the Earth. Um, got sitting currently at an 84 on Metacritic. This released on the 3rd of June 2021. Also available on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox. Uh, Nintendo World Report gave it a 90 out of 100, giving it a the following. Underneath the solid gameplay lies an interesting story premise with Neva trying to steal the spotlight from from the action or exploration. A not uh, imposing set of achievements and unlockables in addition to the map items found percentages pushed the longevity score even higher. And ultimately, I just had to, the, an incredible tough time putting this one down. Anyone who loved whipping through the games like Bloodstain, Axe Converge and similar indies should find, do themselves a favour and delve into this amazing adventure that is Astalon. And probably one of the bigger releases recently, I know it's not in the last week, it's a couple of weeks ago now, thought I'd mention it because we've had the um, fifth one in the series, Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD Remastered, which did release back on the 25th of May 2021, I believe the fifth one is going to be available from November, so if that's your thing, look out for that. This is currently sitting at a 76 on Metacritic with... Nintendo Insider giving it a 90 out of 100. This is probably the best way to get into the series. It's great for fans with the original re-experience this classic as we approach the release of number 5. I've been waiting for this for years for the next mainline entry and I couldn't be more excited. I'm primed ready for now for Atlas to show me what you've got. It's good. Digitally downloaded gave it a 100. Um, Shin Megama Tensei 3 Nocturne is one of the first games I ever reviewed as a game critic back on the PlayStation 2. I was mesmerized by then because I found it deeply challenging but also deeply rewarding JRPG. And its dark, genuinely adult theme wasn't so common for JRPGs back then. 18 years later, my interest in games has shifted slightly. I like to think my capabilities of and depth as a critic has matured. However, this game continues to compel me and it is thought-provoking, deep creative and genuinely serious 
JRPG. Oddly enough, one of the qualities that drew me with the original has drawn me back with remasters. We still don't get many of those. So if that's your thing, it's available to download. I don't know if it's got a physical either. I don't know if I'm at the point where I can really justify another JRPG added to my collection. I'm still making my way through Dragon Quest XI-S. And as I alluded to just then, I haven't really been playing much else. I genuinely haven't had a lot of time to play many games. I'm still plodding my way through Dragon Quest XI-S. Myself and a few others are still playing... um, Sorry, myself and Inside Out are still playing Wargroove, which is a lot of fun. I really highly recommend it. Next week, we're going to have reviews of... I wanted to give um, Knockout City a little bit more time uh, and get the review done a little bit better than I have. And we've also got a dungeon crawler being reviewed next week, so stay tuned for that. But anyway, thank you everyone for joining me. It's a short, sharp show because I think next week is going to be an absolute. Well, it's going to be a, it's going to be a long one next week, so prepare yourself. Um, I look forward to speaking to you all and speaking hearing from you about your E3. Um, I will be watching it after everyone else has enjoyed their time watching E3. Um, because I have other things that need to be done before E3, unfortunately, or during the event. But anyway, till then, guys, have a very good weekend. Again, sorry it's late, but it's there now. And you can get in touch with me on the show at um, zapdseed um, at hotmail.com or come and talk to me on Twitter at that chap zap. Or you can over to Instagram, Beyond Nintendo on Instagram, if you want to catch up with me there. Until next time, we'll see you all soon. Bye bye.